Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. The Biden administration announced on Monday that it was dropping its plans to give a $200 million federal grant to Microvast, a Texas-based battery company with links to China. Last year, the Department of Energy conditionally selected Microvast to receive the federal funds to build a factory in Tennessee in order to help the U.S. bolster its domestic supply chains. But Republicans have criticized Microvast's links to China and say it's an example of President Joe Biden's climate spending benefiting Beijing. So today, Politico's Kelsey Tamburino breaks down DOE's decision and how China is once again complicating Biden's climate agenda. It's Wednesday, May 24th. The Department of Energy announced that it was ending negotiations with Microvast, this company that is headquartered in the United States but has a subsidiary in China, It's a publicly traded company. It had been selected for the potential to receive funding under the bipartisan infrastructure law for a battery facility in Tennessee. And as part of that process, DOE was vetting the company to receive the funds and ultimately said this week that it has chosen not to award these funds to to Microvast and to end those negotiations. Gotcha. And remind us why the grant has been so heavily criticized by Republican lawmakers. Yeah, so for months now, we've heard concerns from Republicans on the House side, on the Senate side, and also some comments from even Democrats with initial concerns on this. And the concern links back to Microvast subsidiary again in China in their SEC filings where they had to note some of the links there and the role China might play in in its business future. The company has maintained that they're not controlled by China, that their CEO is a U.S. citizen that, again, they're headquartered in the United States. But just the link to China has drawn concerns from Republicans who have really criticized the administration for providing funding to a company that has links to China and that could flow to China. It fits into a broader argument that we've heard on the Hill lately that the Biden administration's green agenda is providing funding, is flowing to China. So it really fits into this rhetoric that we've heard for a while now. But We'd had repeatedly heard questions, concerns about Microvast. Dewey, when they first announced the selection, the initial selection, had said that this fit into, you know, bringing manufacturing to the United States. And then when asked more about this, they said that they clarified that no funding had gone out the door yet to Microvast, no taxpayer money, and that they were vetting this company to receive the funds as is standard practice. And they do that both beforehand, but also after the fact they said, and and that was something that they had maintained for months. So this week was the first time that we had heard that they were no longer pursuing, selecting, and awarding Microvast those funds. Right. So how is DOE explaining its backtracking, if at all? Is it saying whether Republican criticism played a role? And how are Biden administration allies in Congress responding? Yeah, and that's an important point. We don't know what factors caused DOE to cancel these negotiations. They did not offer that up, and there are a variety of factors that could potentially play into this. So I think that they would press back on the term backtracking. They'll say that this is part of their standard process. It's not unusual for them to not provide funds for other companies. 
What we've heard from the Hill so far from Democratic allies and from the administration is that this is, you know, standard vetting. This is stewardship of the U.S. taxpayer's dollar. They nothing went out the door and that DOE is doing their due diligence here. The concern that you're hearing from Republicans, however, is that one, why were they selected before this vetting could have been done? And also now we're hearing broader concerns that maybe this was influenced by this pushback from the Hill had Republicans not press them on this specific awardee, would they not have ended these negotiations? Are there other companies that they should similarly should have concerns? And just a larger point here that the vetting process seems to have been a concern and that we're likely going to continue to hear from Republicans. Yeah, on that point, if we do keep seeing this level of scrutiny, how does this situation with Microvast and potentially others highlight some of the broader challenges the Biden administration has to navigate as it's pushing this clean energy transition? Right, yeah. It gets to this question that I think you and I have both had, Josh, about how much China should the U.S. be supporting here. We've heard countless times from administration officials that, you know, an acknowledgement that China is going to have to play some role in building out the clean energy economy in the U.S., and transitioning to green power. They're just so heavily involved in that supply chain. And they, the administration and Democrats will say, we're taking action to move those supply chains into the U.S. But in the interim, there's going to continue to be this conversation of what role China should have. And it really fits into this specific company and this specific pushback really fits into that larger question of how much China is enough. And I think we're going to continue to see questions about that going forward. Also, on Tuesday, the House, by a 221 to 203 vote, passed a resolution that would nullify EPA's recent rule requiring new heavy-duty trucks to slash their nitrogen oxide emissions starting in 2027. Four Democrats joined most Republicans in support, while one Republican crossed the aisle to oppose the measure with most Democrats. The Congressional Review Act resolution already cleared the Senate and now heads to the desk of President Joe Biden, who's vowed to veto it. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by Mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. Chevron is developing renewable diesel made with biofeedstock that can help reduce the life cycle carbon emissions of heavy-duty transport fuels today. Learn more at chevron.com.